Welcome to the Motor Mouthing Podcast, the podcast where I get lifts with interesting people in interesting cars. So this is episode three and it features Fuzz Townsend, who you may know from Car SOS, or you may know him from his music. He's been in a number of bands and he's made solo albums. Some of his music's been used in properly big TV shows, Sex and the City, Malcolm in the Middle, Spaced, or you might know him from his writing in various motoring publications. Fuzz's things really are old cars, buses and music, and we get on to talking about all of those things. But first, a bit of podcast admin. It's been pointed out to me that the email address I've been giving out doesn't work. That's because the address simply doesn't exist. I just got it wrong. Twice, in fact, on both previous episodes. The actual address is motormouthjames at gmail.com. I've also set up a Twitter account this week, which is at motor underscore mouthing. So if you do want to follow me or get in touch, then it's probably best to do it there. And I'll put up some pictures of my day out with Fuzz on there too. So let's get on with it. This is what happened when I went to visit Fuzz and his charming little Austin 7 rat rod. And we begin not on the road, but in Fuzz's driveway. Today's guest, Fuzz Townsend, is currently starting his car with a crank. How's it going, Fuzz? Uh, at the moment, it's not actually going that brilliantly because I can't get any spark because this has been sitting out in my leaky shed for, well, the whole winter. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we've got no life at the moment. So you've got the points crank. are sticking a little bit, yeah. Just cranking it over. The points are just a little bit sticking. I think I might need to clean those up. Okay. Right, now. Put the distributor cap back on, and of course the rotor arm. You only need a very few things to actually make a car run. Mm. Fuel, spark, and air. Okay, now we've got a spark. Okay. I reckon we've got some fuel up there. You've got some fuel. We've just no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat it. I shouldn't cheat it. I'm gonna use a little bit of ether because it hasn't been started for a, a very good long time. Trying the pump. <clears throat> Let's see if we get any action. Come on, little fella. Okay, right. That sounded good. Are we there? Well, we're part way there. Mm. Might have to investigate a tad further. Okay. Right, bear with me. Don't worry. I'll get you out for lunch in time. Okay. Right, let's take the Getting a chamber. sense that when we do get this going, it's going to be a fairly noisy ride. It's going to be noisy. It will be quite bumpy. Yeah. And, and um, we're yeah. on, well, a very rural location <laughs> here. Yeah. It's a track, really, isn't it? It is just it's a dirt probably track. not quite a lane. Loads of potholes. Loads of potholes. 80-year-old suspension. Yeah. Seat that's not bolted down. No roof. No exhaust? Uh, well, no silencer at least. This is sort of side of the road Mechanics. repairs really, yeah. Yeah. Can't really do this with... This is, this is nuts and bolts and spanners and things. And just fingers really. And that's the beauty of being with you as well, you can just... <laughs> magic, Listen. magic an engine into life. I've seen you do that before. It's not happened yet, so not on this one. Hey, that sounds good. Okay, that's better. There we are. I think we're in business. I believe we are, James. 
Okay, we've got decent oil pressure. Yeah, so you've got all the instruments there. You've got your oil pressure, charge. Yeah. The oil pressure works. Smith styles. And that's it, oil nothing else works. Speedo, that doesn't work. Speedo, well, it's, uh, it's, it's a nice looking clock, but um, it's not actually attached. Oh, I see. I don't think we need to worry. Um, but let's give it a try. Okay, here we go. You ready? Right, climbing in. There's no door. Seat not attached to the floor. Don't worry, James, they're all additional extras. Luxuries. Okay. This is nice and cozy. Okay, so we've got to reverse it out to the drive first of all. So Fuzzy's on the wheel. Here we go. Oh, hold on. Clutch. No, clutch problems now. Oh, I've got it in first. Ah. Oh, uh. that's it, James. That's your lot. Thanks mate. for the ride. Pleasure. We moved a foot <laughs> <laughs> in the wrong direction. <laughs> Second. Okay. Oh, should have tried this out before, shouldn't I? Ah, well. It's all part of the fun. Well, we made it. Well, we did. A quarter of a mile or so. Yeah, it wasn't bad, was it? But now we've got water. Okay, I'm going to yeah. jump out and take a look. Because, okay. you know, you might want my help. I do want your help, James. Oh. Uh, yeah, we've popped a core plug, which is a bit of a shame. Oh. It's a nimble car, isn't it? It basically? feels it. I think, really, what it is is we're going pretty slowly, but um, it's just... Uh, just the exposure to the elements and... And being terrified. Being terrified. All the sensations are there. Yeah. James, I'm afraid it's not going to be a quick fix. No? No. All right. Thanks for the ride. I'm really disappointed about that because I was going to take you to a nice little hostelry just down the road. Oh, really? And yeah, I was, yeah. You know, because I haven't seen you for a while. I just yeah. thought I might like a spot of country lunch. Oh, that would be lovely. We can always go in my car. We could, couldn't we? It's way less <laughs> fun, though. This is classic cars, right? Yeah. This right. is classic cars. When they're running, they're great. That's true. Well, what I'm going to do, James, <clears throat> I'm going to risk it. Were you going to try and run it? Yeah. Not all the way to the pub, though. So what are we missing? What are we missing? We're missing a core plug out the back of the radiator, uh, mm. back of the block, which is, um, you know, a fairly fundamental piece of, uh, piece of kit, really. I'm not going to be able to repair that within this afternoon, unfortunately. Okay. 
I don't have the necessary means and gunk. I don't think. Maybe I do. Come on, let's take it back. Are we driving? Yeah. Okay, you get. Back we go. Can't get my foot in the uh, accelerator. Well, we're going back just again now. Heading straight back home. But it's going to take a little look at the engine and the block. Whoa, watch your head. Whoa, tree. Got smacked by a tree there. Come on, old girl. Ah, oh. no. My fault. What's uh, what's it like to drive this car? Well, do you want to have a go? Well, yeah. Go on then. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get in, get into the driver's seat. Now, see if I can drive it a short distance back. Go first. Put all the way down on the clutch. That's it. Wow. This might be the oldest car I've ever driven. And it's all gone quiet. <sighs> See, I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I made it to your house almost. You did very well, James. Thanks. Let's pull it around this way. Okay. Ugh. And I'll fire it up and you can take it into the driveway. I'm really sorry that um, unfortunately the core plug popped out. Okay. I'll have a go at fixing it, yeah, but right. can't guarantee anything. That was great fun. Brief. It was brief, fun. but uh, Exhilarating. Yeah. Ex that was an exhilarating 10 mile an hour drive. <laughs> That's true. It's not often that you get mud on the inside of your windscreen no. either. So we've, we've got we've got the kind of, what do you call these? these sort Aero of screens. But aero screens here. So we've got an aero screen for the driver and the passenger. Yeah. Those tiny little pieces of glass That's just to stop you getting mud right in the middle of your nose, <laughs> into but, your eyes. But everywhere but, else you get it. But I mean, everywhere else. Still. I mean, I'm covered. Goggles. I'm absolutely covered. I'm covered as well. Yeah. But, um, all right, well, let's just have a look, see if we can do something about this. Okay. So the car's an Austin 7, the 1930... 1933, it's an RP box saloon chassis with uh, lowered suspension. It's kind of like a sports suspension, but a trials body. So it's not got the standard kind of saloon no. cab you'd expect. No, it's it has It's got a really stripped back one piece body. Yeah, Which, it's just an aluminium bathtub, basically. Just an aluminium bathtub. What are your plans for the car? Well, I quite like it as it is. It's a, a little, like a little scruffy is. rat rod. Yeah. And it would be a shame to do anything more with it. So I think I'm just going to keep it like this. And the engine is a 748 747cc standard Austin 7 engine. And you'll keep that in there? Yeah. Yes, I mean, not much else will fit, really, will it? Well, I don't know. Probably, you could probably get something in there. Would it be weird to kind of make an American spec hot rod and put a V8 in there? Would that be strange? Well, it would probably twist it in half. <laughs> it, I just don't think that's not the thing. This is this that's is not, a, no. a little British rat rod. It's really a thing of beauty. Oxidisation yeah. is the ethos. That's the that's the <laughs> the whole thing about this car. And on the back there is a single reflector. 
Just in case. Just for safety. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to get it on the road someday? Yep, yep, this will be on the road. It might be on the track in a minute, so just bear with me. Okay. Right. Let's just give it a go. So what, what have you got there? Silicon filler? Yeah, sort? that kind of stuff. Silicon sealant stuff. Yeah, so. So you're just kind of going to patch it up. Going to patch it up just for you, James. Oh. So I don't want you to be disappointed. Well, I'm not disappointed. I know how you get when you're disappointed. <laughs> Quite there, yeah. A little <laughs> bit more. This is like bathroom sealant. This thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. This is... I don't do this on car SOS. I don't no. do this on television. No. No, 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 no. Of course not. But this is, like you say, roadside, stripped back. Yeah. Ingenious-based mechanics. This is a get-me-home repair. Yeah. Yeah. Right, OK, I think you've got the Daimler mug again. Lucky you. I used <laughs> to have one of those Daimler darts on the mug. I know. Yeah. We're going to wait for the sealant to set. What, should we give it 20 minutes or so? I think we'll give it the length of time that it takes to have this cup of tea, actually. You very kindly made me a cup of tea in a Daimler Dart mug, which I know is one of your favourite cars. It is. I used to use one as a daily driver, but I sold it to um, to start my business. <coughs> Westgate. Yeah, yeah. Which... Westgate Classics. Yeah. I miss my old Dart. Well, you did one on Car SOS, didn't you? Yeah. And I was around then. I, I was working with you back then. Yeah. I think it's the nicest exhaust note I've ever heard. Yeah, it's a very British V8. They just have that lovely, rich, sort of warbly, burbling kind mm. of sound. It's not too brash, but it no. just lets you know that something's rumbling along that's going to be quite special. Yeah. And it's a beautifully designed engine. I mean, it's a bit geeky to like the design of an engine, but <laughs> they really, really are, you know, they they're be nothing less. beautiful to look at. Let's talk about Car SOS, shall we? Okay. So you've recorded Series 4 now. Yep, that's right. Yeah, we've just finished recording Series 4. Can you describe the premise of Car SOS? What we do is we secretly take away people's classic cars, take them back to my workshop, and I would say we recommission the cars. Breathing new life into yeah. otherwise dead-in-the-water projects. It. Stalled projects, yeah. But there's a lot of comedy, I guess, in the show, but then also a lot of heart as well, isn't there? Well, I think it kind of reflects how things are in garages anyway, because... Yeah. Garages are not always the best places to be all of the time. And if you're doing that sort no. of job day in, day out, you really need that mm. element. You need a bit of fun to be happening. And Tim Shaw co-hosts it with you. Yeah, he does. He's a bit of a wayward lad. He's mm. the kind of guy that when you were at school, yeah. he'd bunk off school and then turn up in the playground halfway through a lesson with yeah. his dog yeah. in the playground and disrupt the entire school. That's the kind and of guy he get away he with it somehow as well. It's yeah. got a cheekiness, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he has. So essentially, he's the parts blagger and the mischief maker. Yeah. You... Do the work. Do the work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how every episode does consistently give people goosebumps on the back of the neck when they watch it. There is always a really yeah. nice moment at the end where somebody's presented with their pride and joy restored. I think so. I mean, it's giving somebody, it's giving whole families that little bit of fun and recreation back. It's mm. something that they can all enjoy together. And it's quite often sons or daughters or wives giving it back to a father or, or sometimes mm. to a mother. It's just one of those situations where you just don't expect it. You know, it's no small deal. You know, these cars have between 500 and 1500 hours spent on them. So they're, wow. they're pretty wrecked. They always do seem to be fairly trashed. Yeah. Word of advice. If a car has been sitting in a garage for 5, 10, 15 years, yeah. it's going to be an 
absolute nightmare of a wreck. Is it always worse than you think? Yes, every time. But then you go in expecting the worst. Well, I go in expecting the worst and then I get worse still. I still enjoy it. I still get a buzz from doing it. And you yeah. know, even starting this little Austin 7 up because it's not started for over six months. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still. Well. I, yeah, well, I think that's it's a little bit of a challenge, and maybe I should have checked it out before you arrived. But I was too busy flooding the kitchen because I'd forgotten and left a tap <laughs> on. But there we are. I presume get recognised a little more now because the show's done very, very well. Well, here yeah, and internationally. It's yeah, been... I mean, apparently it has sort of like two hundred million viewers or something like that internationally. Which I is think... an astonishing number of people. Well, it is. Yeah. Your face. Yeah, it, it is. It and is your work. <laughs> yeah, but not always my voice depends on where it is. Yeah, that, that is astonishing. And yes, I do get recognised if I go to the shops. Yeah. People will recognise me. That's not a problem. I'm, I'm pleased that they're watching the show mm. and that the show's so well loved. You know, I used to play drums in various bands and stuff, so I was kind of used to being recognised a bit. But mm. by, back then, it was by sort of good-looking young people. Now, yeah. it's, now it's good-looking old people. <laughs> You've got a few projects of your own. The, the Austin's obviously one of them. You've got a bus. I have a 1968 Daimler Fleetline CRG6 LX. <laughs> Short length, ex Warsaw Corporation with the Northern Counties Motor Engineers H Hybrid. 41 seats upstairs, 29 seats downstairs with dual door body, little narrow door at the front, sliding door in the middle. Oh, that one. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. the ones. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, I'm sure everybody great. knows them. So you love everything mechanical. Yeah. You love cars. You love classic cars. Where did the bus love come from? My first two words were bus and pub. I had an unusual really? childhood in that my mum was uh, was a single mum back in the 1960s, and she mm. had to go to work. There weren't any sort of wasn't any support for that right, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So she went out to work, and so I had mm. to be looked after during the week. And eventually, at nine months, found my foster family, and I'm you know I'm, they're still my family now. Uh -huh. But because I hadn't had much sort of attention during the day because mm. I'd just been looked after by a friend in the street or something yeah, like that. So yeah. I kind of sat on the doorstep a lot of the time in a pram, I believe. So my brothers and sisters from my foster family thought it was great fun to teach me my first words. And I used to get excited when I'd see a bus for some reason. Yeah. Um, so they got me to say bus and my other first word was pub. <laughs> so, so bus and pub and I've added car to that rich vocabulary and now I can say car, bus, pub <laughs> and beer. Would, yeah. You really can. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you developed a love of buses as a child, did you? Yeah, love of buses, love of, love of cars. A lot of it was about the sound first, the sound of the gearboxes, sound of the engines. I used to be able to identify cars by the sounds and, yeah. and lorries and stuff. And then you start getting into, I, I started getting into the aesthetics of them. And, you know, I quite like an ugly car. I've mm. got an ugly bus. Well, a Daimler Dart is one of those. It's a bit Marmite in a way, isn't it? Oh, it's, yeah. It looks like a bottom-feeding fish. It does, yeah. This is the car that's on my mug. Beautifully um, hideous. But a lot of people do call it ugly. Yeah, um, and it is in a way. I can see exactly what they mean. Mm. Uh, from a lot of angles, it is mm. it is a hideous beast. But yeah. from other angles, it sort of then reveals itself to be yeah. a thing of true beauty. Uh, and I seem to be quite adept at seeing things from those seeing, angles. Seeing the inner beauty. Yeah, you're not a bad-looking fellow yourself, actually. Oh, great! That means I'm ugly. <laughs> So the bus, is that in a restored condition? Oh God, no. no. I'm too busy working on other people's stuff. It's in a barn, but it's mm. got a dirt floor in the barn. Right. And so I need to move it to somewhere with hard standing and electricity would be a bonus as yeah. well. So I can really get stuck into that. I would like to have that back on the road sometime in the next five years, really. I, it's a fairly long term project. What will you do with it? Just oh. drive it? Yeah, I'll go, 
Yeah, I'll go to the shops occasionally. I'll take it to the uh, to the town where it used to work, Warsaw. Mm -hmm. I might wind up the number from the roots of the 1970s and maybe take my little West Midlands timetable out and uh, <laughs> just just do a few diagrams just for fun. Did you grow up in Warsaw or, or nearby? Nearby, yeah, nearby. Sutton Coldfield. But the the bus past my house was the one that went between Sutton Goldfield and Walsall. I used to catch that bus as a small child. Yeah, I wonder if you caught the actual bus. I did, yeah. Oh yeah, many times I caught that bus. Fantastic. Yeah. Did you used to work on the buses? Yes, I did my apprenticeship on the buses and I actually worked on my bus when I was in gainful employment. By on the, that bus? On that bus, yeah. But yeah, I used to work on the buses um, because I love buses and it was brilliant. Was it anything like the 70s sitcom on the buses? Absolutely identical. <laughs> was it? Totally. I, I wasn't a driver or a conductor. Sexism. Yeah. Absolutely. The whole thing. All the men were in their 60s and really ugly. All the women were in their 20s and good looking. Yeah, okay. That, I suppose there might have been a, a more even spread of, uh, of the population in mm. there. It was rough and ready and coarse and yeah. bawdy. And Proper apprenticeship establishment. Where yeah, it really was. you got to earn your stripes. Yeah, totally. I got thrown into the, into the stream that ran past the garage Did a few you? times for being cheeky. Right. Um, and there were other torments such Apprentices as being, have it tough. Well, yeah. they used to. We used to get tied onto the stanchions and railings in a in a single decker bus with our arms out wide, and then uh, then we'd be mercilessly tickled. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Which I guess is workplace bullying these days, isn't I it? I suppose it is. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Hey, look at I'm look, okay. Look at what came out of those humble beginnings. That's right, and I'm driving around in a 1933 rat rod <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, and I have a double-decker bus, and yeah, I've got no problems whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> The rat rods, the bus, what else is on the go at the moment? My Jensen 541R, mm. which is a very special sort of grand tourer from the 1950s. Mm. Beautiful car, built in West Bromwich. Mm -hmm. Again, a lot of people say they're ugly, but actually I think they look very purposeful. That's actually quite well on the way to being rebuilt. Just the outer body panels now to work on. And uh, once that's done, we should see it on the road, hopefully this year. Although I said hopefully this year, for quite a many, number of years. years. Yeah. yeah, as is the way. Just depends on how many other cars get in my way. And if we do another series of car SOS, I can almost certainly then say it's going to. Yeah, way. that's right, it's going to thwart that uh, target for sure. Is that a V8? No, 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 it's a four litre straight six. Ah. It's a petrol engine from the Austin K2 and Lodestar lorries right, of the okay. 1930s and 40s and 50s. Wow. Uh, its top line revs per minute wise um, is 4,000 revs per minute, which wow. is more it's akin to a sort of fairly slow slugging diesel. Low, but it has loads of torque and the car's good for 130 miles an hour near enough. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're real brutes. It has rack and pinion steering mm -hmm. and it has disc brakes on all four wheels, which really? is very unusual for a 50s car. So pretty modern then. Yeah, in, pretty in, advanced. In one respect. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, only in one respect. It has a 1930s <clears throat> engine, but it's a brute of a car and I really, again, yeah. I like something that you have to drive. Yeah. I yeah, like wrestling, really do, a, yeah, it's like wrestling an alligator. Yeah. And this little Austin 7 is no no different to that. Certainly you really have to keep your wits about you. You have to, to get to your destination, yeah. you've got to earn it. And then I guess there's a sense of accomplishment when you get there. Yeah, there is. Talking of which. Shall we have a go? Yeah, why not? So we're backing out of the drive one more time. No water yet. Fingers crossed. We were talking earlier, uh, before we started recording about trialling, 
and about whether or not this will make a good trial car. Yeah. Sort of a motorsport, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's basically driving through woodlands. It's improving. Okay, we're going into the field now. We can make it further than last time. We're not doing uh, too dissimilar a thing right now. No, this is trialling. It's not here in the place of the tree, Brent. That's okay. Sorry, right, I'm going to get one now. Wow. So we're right in the middle of the field. Not everywhere. The car's doing incredibly well. Three back, let's go. Three back. Trying to get up a hill now. What's the best course of action here, Tweet? Uh, I think well, we're going to have to take another run at it. Okay. Ooh. And I sold it. <laughs> oh, is that, is that what that lack of noise is? <laughs> yes, it is. Right, come on, little car. On the nose. Oh, no. Oh, hold on. What I need mm -hmm. is... Ah, that will do it. Give it a little tap. It's all about the journey, James. All about mm. the journey. You're tapping the carburetor. Yep. Right, here we go. Let's give that Let's a try. Again. I'm going to go back. Yep. Take a bit more of a run up. So we've got a. We've got a hill ahead of us and it's not too steep but it's certainly muddy and there's a kinky little S-shaped corner as well. And it just needs a bit of a run. Oh dear, that's a bit of a shame. Oh. Just back it in here. I can see a little bit of sealant coloured. Yeah, I can see as that well. as well. Hmm. This car really doesn't want to do it today, does it? No, it's done well though. We've made, I've managed to have a ride in it, and that's not many that's people one can of the say that. I came for, and I managed to drive it. As well. <laughs> okay, well we've got a fairly extensive leak now. We've got so, a big leak. Yeah. Well, James, I think we're going to have to turn this round by hand okay. and coast back down this hill. All right. We're suitably filthy though. That's quite good. Yeah. Well, we're back at the house. That was a lot of fun. It a really visceral was. journey, really, and, and we didn't go very far, but mm. it just proves the fact that old cars are mm -hmm. absolutely the best fun. It was yeah. so much fun. We drove through a field and <laughs> in an eight-year-old bathtub. And <laughs> yeah. Can you describe the state of us? Right, we are currently covered from head to foot in mud. We've been splashed absolutely everywhere. There's no protection from it. As soon no. as you turn the front wheels, it goes everywhere. It's in your hair, yeah. but most definitely worth it. 
Do you think you'll be buying a, an 80-year-old car? I'd love to. I'd yeah. love to buy many, many cars, but it's always space that's the problem. Well, you can always borrow that one if you it's want. It's always space, and then the feeling of guilt when you buy a car and then get all excited about doing stuff to it. But then life gets in the way and you do all your other things and you, six months has passed and you haven't done anything. Yeah. And then you feel guilty. You feel like a bad parent. Exactly. Well, that, 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 because you are a bad parent neglecting a mechanical mm. child. I've neglected the car for two years now. Well, and what sort of car is that? That's a Buick. Oh, right. Oh, OK. When, uh, yeah, yeah. When I, so when you've, I last you've neglected your mechanical child. That yeah. is a terrible put it, thing put to put it do. in a barn and yeah. pay £30 a month to store it. So, that, so that you don't have to look at it. It's out of well, the way. it's got to that stage now where <laughs> when I get an when I'm near it, I get an opportunity to go and look at it. I think, oh, I really don't want to see how bad it's got. Yeah, my bus is the same actually. I've, yeah. I've got to admit that I've neglected that <clears throat> this winter, but I've been busy. Yeah, you finished SOS now. Finished another series of SOS. Now. Yep. So, so that's four series that we've done. Back to the day job. Well, Westgate yeah. Classics. Yeah, I suppose there's a kind of limbo period. Mm. So I finished Car SOS a couple of weeks ago, and I've just become a father to uh, to yeah. a, another little baby, another little baby boy, Johnny. So just great news. So I wanted to spend some time at home, just being a dad and just in, enjoying that time that I'll never get back otherwise. So I've done a bit of that. I've been out playing the drums with the beat, lots of little things. But tomorrow I am going back into Westgate Classics, into my workshop. Do some work without TV cameras. There. That's right. Yeah. yeah, real stuff. Real, real life stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about your music? Yeah, sure. You are a drummer, as you mentioned. Yeah, Come yeah. Drumming with the yeah. beat. Yeah, play for the beat at the moment. And also, well, I'm just about to. We're going to go out with Bentley Rhythm Ace as well. Mm -hmm. We're wheeling ourselves out again, or somebody's decided. So you're doing that, a, yeah. a Bentley Rhythm Ace comeback. We're coming back. Yeah. Wow. So Bentley Rhythm Ace were big in the 90s, I guess. Yeah, late 90s, early late 2000s. 90s, 90s. And it yeah. was, we were kind of like a, a dance mm. sort of uh, set up in the same sort of, that sort of big beat kind of style alongside Norman Cook and yeah. uh, various others. You did well. Bentley, Bentley Rhythm Ace did. There was one record, the name of which I can't remember now. Bentley's going to sort you out. That's it. Bentley's yeah. going to sort you Recorded out. Recorded in my flat. So says really? on the album, recorded in Fuzzy's flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. yeah, and you played Glastonbury as well. Lots of times, yeah. Lots in fact, times. one year we played three times, uh, three times in the same year. Really? Had an absolute <laughs> blast. Being in Bentley Rhythm Ace was the closest that I think that anybody could possibly be to living in a cartoon. That's what it was like. Living in a cartoon? Yeah. How so? All the crazy stuff that just used to happen. It just, really? Yeah, it was it was unreal. Weird people would just come to us, kind of thing, yeah. and do something strange, and we'd be like, oh, "Did that really happen?" Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow! And all that sort of stuff, and uh, and of course, playing to people who seemed to be pulling strange faces while they were dancing, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so it was it was How quite very yeah. We lived at night as well, of course. Yeah. So during yeah. the day, we were quite gentle. You were with with some other bands as well, weren't you? Uh, yeah. The uh, West Midlands band. Well, that's right, yeah. Pop Will Eat Itself, The Wonder Stuff. I've said the beat. Um, and produce just, your own music as well? Yeah, yeah. Did my own solo stuff. I had two albums out, two solo albums out mm. um, on an American label, Stinky Records. Yeah. Uh, run by a woman called Sabrina Silverberg, who was the chief lawyer for MTV and VH1 networks. And so she was mm. quite, I, I know she was quite high up in the sort of American world. And uh, suddenly I started getting lots of my music put on TV shows and films and stuff, things like Sex and the City, Jackass, Charmed, Felicity, Malcolm in the Middle. Wow. Um, and over here on Spaced, 
Queer as Folk, Queer as Folk, the American so. version as well. So, wow. so um, yeah, absolutely everywhere. And that was all. That was the stuff off the two albums you released. Yeah. Wow. What's it like having your music on an international TV show like Sex and the City? Is that quite strange? Well, yeah, it is. That's quite big, <laughs> isn't it? It's it, quite an unusual yeah. thing to happen. Yeah, it is, but you know, uh, it, it's just one of those things that happened. I just followed a path, and that's where it, yeah. that's where it led. So, it is weird, but I kind of chose the path, and that's what came of it. I, you know, I can't say that it made me a wealthy man or anything like that, because right. I think those sort of uh, those days were over by the time that that happened. But it's still fun to occasionally watch something or, or suddenly hear something in the background, and mm. oh, I know that track. Oh, <laughs> I know it. I wonder why. Yeah. Well, that's that's really cool. So I think you know I failed to get to you to the pub, James, and I've, I feel really bad about that. Well, you shouldn't. It was good fun. We had a really really interesting well, drive, and I've driven. This is the oldest car I've ever driven. Well, that's I've great. Driven a 1932 Austin. <laughs> 1933, dude. Sorry, boy. 33. It's Sorry. only 83 years old. <laughs> but there is a problem. And that is that I've got this ever such a dry throat and I'm a bit hungry mm. and we didn't get to the pub. I was no. going to buy you lunch. So I don't suppose we, we could go in your car. We could go in my car, yeah. not, not via the field. Uh, well, no, there is actually a road that goes there. We don't have to go through the field. Only the Austin 7 gets through the field. That's the only car that will do it. <laughs> that is the only car that will yeah. do it. Unfortunately, maybe that not Range today. Rover over yeah, there, maybe, maybe, maybe. I think that's a good idea. Let's go get some dinner. Come on then. Thanks a lot, Fuzz. It's been a pleasure, James. There we go, Fuzz and that lovely little Austin, which you can see pictures of if you go to my Twitter, at motor underscore mouthing. And the good news is we did make it to the pub in the end and we had a very, very nice bite to eat. Huge thanks to Fuzz for lunch and for the chat and for letting me drive his car. I'll be back next week when I'll be getting a lift from a racing driver, but I'm not gonna tell you who. Hope to see you there, bye bye.